What happens if you microwave an oven? If I fused myself with a lie detector test, could I see the truth? All of these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life! Welcome everyone back to the podcast. Hopefully I've done my job right and it's Tuesday right now. (laughs) It's not always a given. Sometimes it's after midnight. But you know what? That's when the paranormal ghosts strike. Their hardest blows. So it's it's the perfect time to get the podcast going. What I like to say is, you know, it's always Tuesday somewhere. <laughs> That's not right. What about New Zealand? They're like upside down Australia. or some shit. So on I'm Friday, it's sure Tuesday. On a Thursday evening, it's Tuesday in Tokyo. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, what we are is a comedy paranormal podcast where every week we investigate a brand new case and come to a conclusion at the end whether it's real or false. Now, Mm. sometimes we investigate these stories uh, by ourselves, sometimes they're emailed in, and sometimes, like today, Mm. we are bombarded, folks. We are bombarded by a suggestion that that we we can't move past it. Yeah, the public demands it too much. This is a conspiracy theory that's been popular in the media before, Hmm. but recently has exploded on Twitter. Right. Everyone is talking about this. Really? Except you didn't see it. No. So I uh, refrain from checking those. I have a basically a pager from the 90s set up on my waistband here. Right. And um, if anyone... Um, That's old as shit. That's if anyone really says old. anything uh, like inflammatory or like something that I need to ban them for, uh, maybe leak some confidential information, this, bu- this puppy over here goes off, then I'll check the pages. But until then, I ain't reading shit. Yeah, I mean, I think you got that. So you, you exclaimed to mm. destroy all paper trails. Mm-hmm. But I see, I see in your back pocket, you also have a notebook where it looks like you're taking oh, rigorous yeah. notes on everything that comes through. Oh, absolutely. Pretty much all of my personal information, uh, internet passwords, um, national insurance... Any tax returns, it's right. written down in this puppy. So not just as classified. long as I don't lose it, I'll be fine. Where is it? Oh, f- <laughs> This is next year's. It's empty. Where the f*** is the old one? Oh, my God. You gotta page someone quick, man. <laughs> well, look. The story this week involves a man. Maybe you've heard of him, Kit. His name's Donald Trump. I actually have. Now, Trump is a weird guy for a lot of different reasons. Right. But once again, he was brought into the spotlight, but for a very different reason. Okay. Now, listen, full disclosure, folks, I'm not going to childproof this ride. Mm -hmm. You got to be this tall to hop on board because it's going to be fast. Mm -hmm. It's going to be furious and it's going to be paranormal as hell. Also, full disclosure, we voted for (laughs) Shillery. A lot of what's going to be coming forward is is pretty biased. (laughs) And you might from the tone of voice that hell I don't like her either yet I don't like Shillery but they took Bernie slanders off the bill as well and yeah I don't like him it sounds like you don't like any of the candidates of course not <laughs> truth is I can't get excited about anyone until Kanye jest over there runs in 2020 I'm so glad you can't vote in America let's dive in folks on the 16th of January a woman named Cassandra Para tweeted out quote Please read this thread if you're into conspiracies. Naturally, my interest was piqued. (laughs) She had tweeted out a series of screenshots from a user called Young Dre. (laughs) Okay. The first one said, I'm on the Office of Congress Library website and came across this book written in 1893. Look at the title. (laughs) 
Now, the book he's referring to is by a lawyer and a fantasy writer named Ingersoll Lockwood. Fantasy writer, this is a good start for a story to be potentially true. The book was called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Right, okay, okay, Baron Trump. So Baron is usually an old-style thing, but Trump... So this, I guess this is some kind of coincidence that it's the name of the current president. Well, also, Baron Trump, for those who don't know, is the name of Trump's son. What? Really? Baron Trump. That's his name. That. Yeah. I'm what? glad I wrote that down in the notes then. Yeah. Jesus. Donald Trump's son is Baron Trump. Okay. And again, this book was written in 1893. Huh. Now, this is a fantasy book, so there's a lot of strange things going on within these pages. But the plot consists of Baron Trump discovering a secret portal that allows him to travel through time. Really? Yeah. Which is pretty um, racy kind of fantasy stuff for the 1800s. I would say so. I mean, not beyond the world of fantasy. There's no, a lot of popular no, fantasy no, books that include time travel. But, you know, just weird. We have this little time-traveling boy called Baron Trump, and now we have the son of the president called Baron Trump. Okay, would you like to look at this side-by-side comparison? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got we've got a picture of Baron Trump here in front of the goddamn red, white, and blue. Two of them, in fact, wearing a three-piece suit, and he's being compared to the image of uh, Baron Trump in this 1893 fantasy novel. A small person, a young person, I suppose, uh, in very, very royal dress. Um, Quite similar faces. I mean, even the. <laughs> You say similar faces. Even two eyes, the facial, two eyes. The facial expression is similar <laughs> also. They're both side-eyeing to the same direction, in fact, to the left. I think they're winking to each other, which is weird because these are two very different images. These are two different JPEGs, how they ever could know <laughs> that they'd be side-by-side side in future. And they have a similar... Even their hair is swept the same way. It's pretty... It's, it's pretty weird. It's pretty transparent, I would say. Now, in the story, Baron Trump spends a lot of time in Russia. And he has a mentor in the book that helps him on his journey. Referred to as Don. Don. Don Trump. Donald. Baron Trump. <laughs> is, it, is the puzzle clicking into place yet, Kit? So to get this clear, yeah. we have Baron Trump. Yeah. Time traveling to Russia, to and from Russia, uh, and has a, a friend called Don. A mentor called Dawn. Oh, a mentor. I apologize. Now, four years later, in 1896, Lockwood released another book. This was a standalone book called The Last President. A story about the fall of America, where riots break out across New York and Chicago when an unlikely candidate becomes president. Is that right? When selecting members for his cabinet, this man picks a person named... Pence. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'm not making this up. I told you we're going to be moving fast today, people. We've gone zero to a thousand real quick here. I mean, you haven't come out and say, said it just yet. But yeah. What we have so far is a story on the um, U.S. Con- Congress Library. Yeah. Uh, written in a in what is apparently fiction that seems to mirror the present day with um, uncanny accuracy. You know, there is a coincidence that all of these names happen to appear in the books. It could be a coincidence. Right, because presumably there's other names too. Yeah, it, you know, people can control F 
the shit out of anything these days. Got it. This dude probably searched Hillary, Wall, you know, everything. Okay. And he was just nitpicking all these little things. But there's also another possibility, kid. What if Lockwood was trying to tell us something, all right? That, brace yourself, either Donald Trump is a time traveler, his son Baron Trump is a time traveler, or get your tinfoil hats ready, kid. They're the same person! What are you saying here? So... <laughs> I don't know! So, that the Baron Trump that existed in, what, 1892? Yeah. Is the He's same... a little time-traveling bastard. But whenever you say they're the same person, do you mean that they're... They traveled through time and are the same person? Have we ever seen Baron Trump and Donald in the same room? <laughs> I don't know! I mean, they're so... This is the thing with time travel. These books were written in 1893. Yeah. The Baron Trump that Lockwood could be writing about could be Baron Trump from the future come back to the time when he was alive. Donald Trump could be an old version of Baron Trump who's been time traveling using this machine. Yes, there's a lot of different permutations of this. Exactly. It kind of raises the question, I mean, would you, if you were to travel through time to (laughs) wreak havoc on the US political system, would you keep the same name? Like, (laughs) this is kind of funny that he is just doing very minor twists on the same names. Yeah. You gotta keep the legacy going, you know? I guess. Also, I like Donald Trump says a lot of things that he then contradicts mm-hmm. quite heavily almost yeah. the next day. Yeah. Uh I wonder if you had possession of a time machine, would you let that keep happening? Yeah, I know, I know. But I mean, maybe this could explain some of his erratic behavior. Maybe he's like a hundred years old. It's true. And his brain is kind of mush. Melted like, from all the time travel. He's a, Maybe if you brought anyone from the 1800s to today's world, they would seem unhinged, to yeah. say the least. I mean, God knows we know what a career's worth of psycho-diving can do to a man. Oh my God. Most people don't have the mental capacity to survive even one psycho-dive. Absolutely not. They hit the first trans-dimensional wall and just fall flat into oblivion. Yeah, we actually... I should, probably shouldn't say this on the air, but we do have a kind of prestige style vault full of um, duplicates of ourselves that didn't make it. (laughs) (laughs) We're the ones who survived the psycho dive. Do you know how scary it is to do this podcast every day, not knowing if you're going to be the one hosting or the one in the tank? People are like, why do you need a tank to to do the podcast? (laughs) And you're, you're just like, you clearly don't understand. You're like, oh, my sweet, simple child. If only you knew... As you get into the tank. Start handcuffing myself. (laughs) You idiot. So dumb. Well, it's actually very interesting, Kit, that you bring up The Prestige. Because the the movie The Prestige uh, features a fantastic inventor, which we know as Nikola Tesla. Sure. One of the world's greatest inventors. One of the world's greatest people. Exactly. Killer mustache, among many things. Yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of low down the list of things that are great about him. but Fantastic hair. A strong jawline. I mean, he was known for so many things. But there's like models and like actors who probably steely eyes, electric eyes. Okay, so you well, arguably electric, downright gorgeous. Okay, also inventor of like AC electricity. But yes, Nikola Tesla, great man, Uh, a handsome gent, whatever. Sure, I guess he did all that technology shit as well. Are you thinking of David Bowie, by the way, (laughs) from the movie? Yeah, no, Tesla. He didn't play himself. That was David Bowie, actually. What? You know, Bowie. 
Life on Mars, Space Oddity, Under Pressure. All done by Tesla. Bowie, did he cover them? You're so confused. Tesla, known for his fantastic good looks and incredible music career. <laughs> You're like, anyway, so he was cool. Anyway, back to the story. David Bowie was in 1800s. <laughs> Inventor. I think he invented electricity or some shit. Tesla invented an incredible amount of technology in his lifetime, but there was still a lot that he never got to finish. Of course. In the 1890s, he accidentally created what he referred to as an earthquake machine. <laughs> the government had to <laughs> shut that one down pretty fast. Well, he shut it down pretty fast. Allegedly, when an oscillator he was working on started vibrating at the frequency of the building it was in, mm. the walls of the room started to crack until Tesla had to smash the machine with a hammer. Wow. I mean, that's pretty epic. That's pretty epic. It's kind of scary to know that Tesla didn't have a better failsafe than a hammer. <laughs> that's how he kind of stopped everything. That really set him back like a couple <laughs> a couple hundred years, actually. Yeah, you, d- <laughs> you didn't want to act like drunk and out of order around Tesla, or else he started bringing out the old hammer. He would call you his little invention and chase you around the room with a hammer. <laughs> And there's a lot more. An electronically powered supersonic airship. A machine capable of producing artificial tidal waves. Obviously with any great geniuses. Uh Uh-huh. There were some rumors going around that Tesla was going a bit mad towards the end. Right. There were some definite uh, rumors flying around about him. Wasn't he in love with a pigeon? Oh, I did not. uh, I did not see that one. I'm pretty sure he f***. A pigeon. That might discredit him uh, as a pretty uh, important person in this case. So I, I didn't mean to discredit him. Just saying, a pigeon. It's not the end of the world. That's let's, pretty bad. Let's, let's move on. I mean, that's that's pretty bad for an inventor. On his 78th birthday, he told the New York Times he had created something called a quote-unquote peace beam. Really? That could cause armies of millions to drop dead in their tracks. Oh, that doesn't sound like peace at all. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess if it's the enemy army. Obviously, the press immediately dubbed it as the Death Beam. Right. Even though he was uh, famously anti-war. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> Tesla also um, is believed to have invented something he called the um, Starvation Cure, which was a beam that actually, um, he just shot at people's stomachs and annihilated their entire intestinal system, and they dropped dead immediately. But it did actually remove the need for food altogether very effective i mean for someone who's famously anti-war i mean a lot of his shit that he made is like an earthquake machine Mm. a tidal wave creator i mean don't make weapons if you're pretty anti-war yeah you know this is just a path he chose you know he he invented like modern electricity essentially lots of the applications of it it's kind of like being thor the god of thunder there's not a lot of like peacekeeping you can do with that ability yeah you kind of have to wreck havoc exactly that's like saying oh like i i want everyone to get along i made all these incredible powerful machines to ensure that no one will ever fight again and if they do if they do i'm gonna nuke these bastards so hard it's like that's war tesla that's war man he's like i call it the peace beam and and, and he like he annihilates an entire herd of cows to show it off they're like you've gone mad like this this will annihilate the entire world and he just turns around puts on his nra cap and he's like an armed society is a polite society 
flips his gun to peace and then opens fire on the crowd like laser beams shoot out in every direction he, he does he turns around and does a thanos click <laughs> with his peace glove half the world turns into electricity half the world turns into pigeons they're trying to stop him and someone has a sword and like pulls it through his stomach and then he goes you should have aimed for the plug. And the flicks, <laughs> flicks a switch and the machine powers on. <laughs> yeah, it's just as a TV remote. <laughs> um, so mm. what the f*** does David Bowie have to do with all this? Well, one of the most interesting things that happened towards the end of his life took place in March 1895. A reporter for the New York Herald wrote on March 13th that he came across the inventor in a small cafe looking shaken. Oh. He approached the scientists and asked what was wrong. Tesla said, I'm afraid you won't find me a pleasant companion tonight. Hmm. The fact is, I was almost killed today. The spark jumped three feet through the air and struck me here on the right shoulder. If my assistant had not turned off the current instantly, that might have been the end of me. Tesla went on to say that he had been hit by approximately 3.5 million volts in what people claim was an experiment to see if time and space could be influenced by using highly charged, rotating magnetic fields. I mean, I don't know anything about science, but if anything's gonna, you know, create some sort of warp in space-time, it's gonna be volts. We're We're, We're talking like... At least, how many did he say? Like 25 like AA batteries or something? Like like 20 or 30, honestly. I know a lot of Teslas, I'm sure there was a lot of like actual science behind what he was doing. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of it was just jamming as much electricity into wires as he possibly could mm. until he went blind. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like, all right, so here in the laboratory, we have um, just a simple Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> if I were to... Rig it up to a pole, struck by lightning. Will Pokemon come to life? I like. We were going the same place, by the way. I was about to say, the Kanto region will explode from the Game Boy Pocket into existence. He tried it once with a Game Boy camera. That actually made the death beam, by the way. <laughs> Just a laser. If anyone wants to try it, you're welcome. Just hook a Game Boy camera up to the national grid. Yeah. You've got yourself a bona fide peace beam. <laughs> peace beam. <laughs> well, look, getting hit by this 3.5 million volts by this machine. Yeah. Tesla said that in that moment, he could see the immediate past, present, and future all at once. Really? But Is this was, on the record? It was on the record. It was reported in newspapers. Jesus. But apparently he was paralyzed within the electromagnetic field. Huh. So he couldn't really move. He was just witnessing everything at once. That makes sense. This is a can of worms. He might have died, but what if his like consciousness was just floating around in the past, present, and future? Yeah, I mean, maybe we- he would have stayed there. That's the most Tesla thing in the world. Yeah, your body, my body, didn't go with me. It's like what? What are you saying? That's it. It's just. It's kind of like when people have a near-death experience, mm-hmm. and they're like, "I saw God." It's like how I had it explained to me once that you know we're 3D beings, right? Yeah. We live in a 3D world. 3D movies are like as good as it gets. Time is like another dimension altogether that we can't see because we live in the 3D plane. It's like taking an ant and the ant's walking along a piece of paper, right? Got it. And if you take the two ends... What what kind of of paper? 
Well, just regular it, like stock. Just like a yeah, regular piece of white printer paper. Cool, white printer paper. Got I it. I guess doesn't really matter. Nice, nice, nice. And you take the strip of paper, and I'm the ant. No, who is the ant in this? Okay, you're situation? the ant. I'm the ant. You're the ant. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm the ant. The f-ing ant. Brain of an ant. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'm the ant. I'm the ant. Gotta get crumbs. Gotta get bread. Gotta get f-ing grapes. You, you actually don't need to have any input in this analogy whatsoever. Look, if you want me to you be the ant, if you want listener. me to be the ant, I need to do my my methods. You've never acted in your life. What are you talking about? It's something I want to move into a little bit okay. in 2019. So let me do my thing. No, fair enough. I mean, look, I'm supportive, so. Okay, cool. I'm an ant. Just don't, an don't ant. let it get in the way of the analogy, okay? I'm a little bug. I'm a little fucking bug, man. Yeah. yeah. I got big old ears and little ant legs. Do they have ears? No, you can't. Oh, big old. I'm like a. Why are you like speaking little, in like a southern way? Like a no, you beast. keep saying big old. I'm, I'm not afraid of shit. Uh, I got yeah. fucking wings. I got horns. Not many of them do have wings. I'm ready to run with the bulls. I'm a little ant, but I got the heart of a lion. I'm a little beast. All right, I'm ready. So Ants was cast like over a decade ago. I don't think there's ever going to be another Ants Ants feature film. I've been pitching it for several years now. Okay, so I see. This is why you're so personally invested in the Ant thing. Which is all the original cast plus moi. Well, you know what? He's not an Ant anymore. He's a spider. Shit. All right, I'm... You don't want this part of the part of the career. You're gonna get served curveballs. I'm gonna need like 15 minutes, man. Okay, we don't I'm have a spider. I'm a spider. I'm a little f-ing spider. I got f-ing wings, but the heart of a lion. Okay. You're like so mostly the ant stuff again. <laughs> I got eight legs, but the mind of an ant. <laughs> <laughs> got the f-ing mind and body of an ant. <laughs> you're not a spider then. It's like. It's like, okay, it's not even a bug anymore. You're, you're you, you're a human. I'm me, I'm Rory, but I've got the mind of an ant. <laughs> the body of a spider. No! <laughs> the heart of an ant. <laughs> All right, so, sorry, continue with the... Um... <clears throat> so this ant's walking along the piece of paper. Yeah. So this ant's walking in a 2D world, right? Suddenly, if we take that piece of paper and twist it around so that it loops around into a circle that twists in the middle, the ant still believes that it's walking on a straight line on a flat surface but in reality given enough time to walk around it's going to twist and turn through 3d space right that it feels is 2d by the same token we're 3d beings going through earth that we feel to be flat we're just you know i just get up in the morning i go to work i take the train it's all in a straight line i come back in a straight line when the reality is we are tumbling through four five six eleven d space time that we have no perception of because as 3d animals we cannot perceive the dimension of time space damn so it's as if tesla was able to disconnect his consciousness from his mortal frame and be able to peer somehow through the fabric of space time and see like in interstellar kind of float through the different dimensions of, of time and space and see them as an outside observer, not inside the universe anymore. And all it took was a shit ton of electricity apparently, straight into his body. Apparently, I mean, I don't know if you're with me, folks, but we need to be jamming forks into toasters. We need to be, need to be juicing po- up. Positively throwing hair dryers into bathtubs. I'm going to eat a goddamn battery when we're done with this. We need to be uh, ripping open the backs of our computers and just stuffing our mitts inside, seeing what happens. S- sucking on the wires that come loose. When Tesla finally died in 1943, the FBI ordered the seizure of all of Tesla's belongings by what was called the Office of Alien Property. Really? Now, 
I think alien in this term is referring to foreign uh yeah of course foreign, foreign national, technologies yeah. exactly not actual like <clears throat> ufo alien gray property because i was gonna say i didn't think he lived in the u.s did he no i don't think so oh uh, all i know is in the prestige he lives in colorado <laughs> but i think he but he lived in the hotel didn't he yeah he lives in he lived because he wasn't from colorado yeah i think he i mean i thought he was like swiss or some shit uh, that sounds right all right. right hold on okay google where was nikola tesla from Nikola Tesla was born in Smilgen, Croatia. Croatia? There you go. I was expecting sparks to just go shooting out of your phone. <laughs> Into my eyeballs. <laughs> I see the future! <laughs> I just see the face of Baron Trump laughing. <laughs> oh, God! It's real! All of his property was seized, and to make sense of Tesla's notes and unfinished work, they brought in a professor at MIT and a well-known electrical engineer called John G. Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump's grandfather. Really? Yeah. So this is a concrete link to the current president of the United States, Donald Trump. After a three-day investigation, <laughs> Trump's report concluded that there was nothing of importance in Tesla's notes. I'm sorry. Is this real? This Go is real. Donald Trump's grandfather, yep. John Trump. He was an electrical engineer that investigated the FBI's seizure of Nikola Tesla's property. That's absolutely correct. F***ing hell. And you know, if you're looking at Tesla's notes in a little room, you're seeing death ray. You're seeing time machine. What happens then when you want to hold on to a lot of info uh -huh. to benefit your family? You tell the FBI, Jesus. he was mad. Yeah, the death ray, that was nothing. Time machine, this guy was crazy. The, the FBI are like, no, I still think there's something to it. These notes are incredibly detailed. He f the pigeon. <laughs> what? Do we have any evidence for that? No, but I heard it. Oh, I guess he was crazy. These are these are two mad stories, all right? <laughs> and I'm very aware of this. The story of a time-traveling little boy called Baron Trump. Yes. The the links to the Trump family with a, yes. with a time machine. But then also the fact that Trump's grandfather actually investigated all of the notes that Nikola Tesla created, including presumably alleged notes on this time machine that he was creating. <laughs> you know, in Back to the Future, mm. uh, the second one, when Biff basically gets the almanac and Marty goes to that mad future where Biff is like president of the world. That's the one we're living in. Oh, shit. Biff, Trump's great grandfather, got the time machine. And now he's president. That would actually explain a lot. Yeah. And I don't know who is who anymore. Think about this. I mean, Donald Trump's great-grandfather could be Trump. Then if he gives the machine to Trump, Trump could go into the past and get baby Trump to be his new son, Baron. I think the little that we do know about Trump is that, I don't know, there doesn't seem to be like that much planning or like, it's all quite selfish activities. Yeah. Um, so it, <laughs> even with this far out fantastical situation, it seems almost more likely that it's one Trump than it's he's like, I just want to carry on the lineage of Trump's um, to be to be great. Oh, yeah. And I want to pass on the torch of um, of presidentship of greatness throughout my my family history. Yeah. It seems more likely that he he was John Trump and Baron Trump and Donald Trump traveling through time. Yeah. It's like uh, a little game called Kingdom Hearts. You right. ever heard of Kingdom Hearts? There's a lot of crazy analogies going on in this episode. Well, I think we're showing ourselves <laughs> to be pretty uncultured, actually. 
Because we we never go like, oh, you know, like Homer's Odyssey. Yeah, no, it's We're like always... you know Homer Simpson <laughs> from the <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> he actually drops some pretty sweet knowledge about time travel. <laughs> it's like he he is he is the quintessential pop culture idiot, and yet we are looking to him for knowledge. Look in in Kingdom in the popular game Kingdom Hearts. Okay, the main villain is called Xehanort. And Xehanort wants to create an evil... This is immediately more complicated than the current situation. <laughs> I know. I'm making things a thousand <laughs> times worse. He wanted to create, uh, like, an evil team of 13 members. When that went tits up, yeah. he was like, wait a minute. Why don't I just go through time and pick 13 evil versions of myself? Pretty smart. To make, like, an evil team of me. Wow. That's essentially what we're saying uh, actually happened with Donald Trump. I'll give you it. That was a pretty good analogy. Thank you very much. Hmm. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here. Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot. And whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. So what we're concluding on here is that uh, I think this, this writer way, way, way back in time obviously somehow got wind, got knowledge of this time-traveling family mm -hmm. who would one day go on to become president and travel to Russia, uh, wrote stories about them. Yeah. And obviously the prophecy is fulfilled. Here they are traveling through time. We don't know who's whose grandfather and who's whose son mm. or if they're all clones of themselves. Kit, what are your thoughts? Like you say, two crazy stories here. It's like these two massive tapestries crazy detailed tapestries in which people in the images of these tapestries people are traveling through time um getting off with pigeons zapping each other with electricity <laughs> running for president yeah and then just 
these two distinct tapestries side by side, there is one tiny thread connecting them both. And that is the connection between Donald Trump's grandfather and Nikola Tesla, presumably. I guess the problem here immediately is that not only is there not really any evidence for the time traveling portion of this physically, but indeed evidence is almost impossible. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> we can never know whether, like, even if we have birth certificates for each Trump throughout history, uh, we don't know if these were falsified um, or if someone traveled through time and changed their name. Yeah, and it is worth saying as well. I mean, as we pointed out, that the theory we talked about last, which is that it's all one Trump. Right. That is also playing into the, as we described, that kind of like comic book style approach towards time travel where a human body can literally travel through time. Yeah. If we're talking about what happened to Nikola Tesla, which is just witnessing omnipotently the past, present, and future, yeah, what we would presumably be dealing with is Donald Trump's grandfather able to see into the future mm -hmm. without actually going there himself. So all he could really do is just distill wisdom, I guess, down generations. Which he didn't do, it seems. Well, his I family's guess pretty freaking rich. I mean, but that the, worked. But it's like, what's the wisdom? <laughs> so if so, let's just like play a thought experiment that yeah. you are Donald Trump's grandfather. You have psycho-dove into the future using Tesla's technology that you ganked from the FBI. So Trumpy already. <laughs> you stole Actually, shit now and that abused you say it. it to... <laughs> but what do you say or write down to your grandchild, Donald J. Trump, Yeah. in order to make him president? Maybe it's not even you're passing down knowledge through the generations, but maybe you're just passing down this time machine. Right. You could just pass down the technology. Yeah. So instead you, of you being like... You don't need to travel personally. You just need to pass on the ability to see into the future. Yeah. So it's like maybe Donald Trump, before he ran, he was like, I really want to like clean up America. I think there's a lot of dirty politicians. And he, right. then he like, you know, jams the voltage into his body and he's shaking up. And then he pulls it out and it's like... Oh, I actually win by being really racist. Right. Like, I gotta go the other way. Yeah. So then he he does that then. Uh, and then he looks in the mirror and all of his hair is falling out. He's like, it's fine, I'll get a toupee. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this might explain his seemingly chaotic and erratic presidential campaign. Yeah, because between press conferences, he's being zapped by 3.5 million volts. That would explain the energy. He had a lot of energy. Yeah. You know, Hillary was falling over and shit. Yeah. And like, he was like doing like four... Uh, press conferences a day backflipping onto the screen like you really I, had it down. i'm like 70 years old yeah. by the way uh you're the principal investigator on this case what do you make of all of this nonsense i think i think the um the links between the trump family and uh the the these original stories by lockwood are pretty crazy yeah they could just be a coincidence yes uh because as i said it looks like probably this dude if he found this on a website he was probably control effing through, as we now know, like 50 million books. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And like every single page of this guy's document. And there's probably, you know, there's hundreds of things that didn't come up, but uh, all he needs is just certain words to kind of like hit the target. So I don't mm -hmm. necessarily think that, um, that this guy Lockwood had any ability to predict the future or was trying to disclose that this family had discovered a time machine. When it comes to, uh, Tesla and his claims of creating a time machine. 
I don't know. The dude was mad. I'd love to do a whole episode just on Tesla. You have to. It is so overdue. Like, we are coming up to 100 episodes, and we still haven't talked in depth about Tesla yet. Yeah. There's just so many theories about that guy. Because a, lo- a lot of people as well online say that the uh, the cr- this machine he was working on that allowed him to see through time was actually the technology that went forward to the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, that's right. That, that we talked about that on an earlier episode where the ship, like, basically went transdimensional and melted a bunch of soldiers into the ship. But again, as we said, even if this time machine does work, it seems like the user is only able to witness the past, present, and future mm-hmm. at the same time, not actually go there. So the the thought that I'm going to rule out the possibility that Trump is one time-traveling master villain jumping from generation to generation, I'm going to rule that one out right off the bat. I think that's more than fair. I think, you know what? To give one to the other side, sure, hell, there's a possibility that old John G. Trump probably did find some sort of death ray or horrible machine that he probably could have pocketed. But I'm going to go ahead and assume that he probably was right and the majority of the notes found were, I think he described them as more like speculative than actually well-researched. Yeah, and I think if we've learned anything from the prestige, it's that you don't get access to Tesla's time-traveling technology by simply reading his notebook. Yeah. He had to build the actual machine for you because if Tesla, if someone like Tesla came to me right now, even if I was an electrical engineer and he tried to merely explain any sort of simple concept, if he tried to explain how light bulbs work to me, I'm too goddamn stupid to understand that. Yeah. So if he comes along even to an educated electrical engineer and tries to explain to them through even his notes, how a time machine may work. They're not making that thing, unless it's, here's a time crystal, plug (laughs) it into this socket and hold on to your ass. (laughs) No one's time traveling, okay? You would need to be Tesla to understand the intricacies. It's so true. As you said, even if he came and he was like, this is a light bulb, the electrical current goes through, I'm like, got it, magic. It's like, no, no. It's really actually quite they simple, the electricity. B- buying down to him. I praise the no, great no, no. wizard it's of the really, spark. It's really, really simple. This is the principle. Uh, <laughs> this is the very first, like, electricity 101. Continue, my lord. Don't call me that. Actually, do. It's kind of dope. <laughs> Look, I'll admit, there, there are a lot of coincidences in this story. Um, and a lot of them line up so romantically. There's a bunch of shit I didn't even include because it, it's too mad. And it's too irrelevant. Like, uh, th- like this is insane. I'm just going to just rattle through some of it. <laughs> no, please. Donald Trump's mum's name is Mary and his father's middle name is Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like those names are random. People choose those names because they are religious. He was also born on the, the day of a total lunar eclipse. <laughs> what do these even mean anymore? I don't know. I think they're just like, this got to the point where he was like, what else is crazy? Right. I think I'm going to go ahead and chalk this down to a no. I think it's a no for me this week. That's going to be a double no. I know everyone at home loves to hear that. But you know what? Who knows? Maybe if you're really craving that double yes, jack 3.5 volts of electricity right into your chest. And uh, next week, we might have some better news for you. (laughs) So unfortunately, that's it on this week's episode. We are looking at a double no. In the case of the time-traveling Donald Trump, but damn, what an interesting story! What a what a, what a lot of coincidences to happen all in one. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. We have a little bit of news. If you are coming or planning on coming to our live show, 
That's right, our live show on oh the boy. the eighth of February, which is sold out, unfortunately. If you're trying so to nab off ticket, anyone that didn't get one, you had your chances. You had your chance. If you are coming to the show, uh, it's quite a late show. So yeah. what we're planning on doing is actually having a little commune meetup beforehand. So what That's you right. can do if you would like to come along, meet some members from the Paranormal Commune, hell, meet Kit and I, we'll be mm-hmm. hanging about, mm-hmm. having a brewski. Uh, what you can do is head to the venue, the vault, mm-hmm. uh, a little earlier. If you aim to be there around 8.30, mm-hmm. uh, they have a bar or a series of bars in that venue. Uh, and we don't know which one yet, but we will be at that venue uh, from 8.30 onwards, yep. having a drink with all y'all before the show. If you want to keep in touch with all the specifics of that event, uh, just make sure to follow us on Twitter at This Power Life or join the Facebook Secret Society, uh, which I believe is just the This Paranormal Life Secret Society. Yeah, um, and actually, there's been people in the Secret Society talking about going to the event. So if you are like, I don't know, like a solo, a solo, solo flyer. flyer member of the nation, um yeah, you can link up with people on there. I'm sure there's other people. And yeah, we'll be doing the meetup anyway. So just come along to that. Everyone's welcome. It's going to be a blast. We cannot wait. Now, while we are excited for the live show, there's something else that we're excited about. And that is thanking individually the people who back us on Patreon. Oh, yeah. We, I call them the blood of the show. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they're the ones that flow through our veins. That's that right. Keep this party pumping. And as you say, this is the part of the podcast we look forward to the most. This is the part that our listeners dread the most, getting a roasting right here in the podcast. Let's do it. Thank you to Candice Hobbs. That's right, Candice Robs. Named such because she's either out there thieving left, right, and center or hustling dice in the alley. Either way, she's running away from the police every three to five minutes. And she's successful. She's taking home bank every day. And getting busted every two days by the perps. She's 300 grand in the hole for bail, but um, still manages to throw together a couple lucky rolls of dice. A couple lucky rolls every couple days to, you know, throw together a few Patreon bucks to get her uh, bonus episode fixed. So really appreciate you supporting the cast and taking time out of your busy illegal schedule. Thank you so much. Thank you also to Boris Two Poops, the Pomeranian. You know, I was a little apprehensive when when I heard that a dog was going to support us on Patreon. Why? Uh, Because we have a number of cats that support us. uh, And every month they just pledge a dead bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's fine you know it obviously means something to them yeah it's it's cute it shows that they it's sentimental yeah so I was surprised when um, uh, Boris Two Poops you know came through his little doggy door mm-hmm. and threw down a solid golden nugget yeah I don't know where he got it from really well trained I don't think he earned it I would say that aspect of him is more remarkable than the Two Poops thing yeah that's what he's known for but actually they should call him yeah golden nugget yeah boris the boris golden the nugget golden, yeah truly remarkable but thank you anyway boris wherever you're stealing this gold from please continue <laughs> thank you also to madeline acres with a name like madeline acres you know it's it's quite as you said like a, it's quite a floral name it's very mm-hmm. beautiful you know inspires a sense of of wilderness about right. it Being she, she actually signed the documents to cut down the majority of the rainforest really madeline acres incredibly influential obviously in like brazil and shit yeah guess what her middle name is 
Go on. Cut down the... Shush. Madeline, cut down the acres. Unbelievable. How do they not see Hiding it Hiding in plain sight like that. <laughs> but I guess from some of the millions she's made from deforestation, she's sending it our way. Yeah. All I'm saying is, no more forests. That's one less place for Bigfoot to hide. <laughs> we're getting off this planet anyway. Yeah. Uh, we won't need the trees where we're going. Exactly. You know what? You know what? I don't need... Trees? Mars. Yeah. You know what I do need on my way to Mars? Paper. To doodle and shit. So, I think actually, it's a pretty good trade. If anything, we've got too much oxygen on Earth and not enough on Mars. Right. So, if anything, we need to start scalping these Amazon <laughs> trees and shipping them to Mars. That's how it works. Uh, so, thanks, Madeline, I guess. Thanks also to Josh. Oh my gosh. Is that Josh on his Macintosh? Sending us some cosh? <laughs> uh, no, Golly he, gosh! He actually sent it by um, by bank transfer. It wasn't cosh. Oh. But, uh, but the sentiment's still the same. It is Josh right. on his Macintosh. But, but it was a bank transfer. Bank transfer, yeah. Ugh. You can't really bank trash. No, it's... Mm-hmm. Trans... Ba- bosh. Bank. No. Next time, Josh, if you don't mind, cosh <laughs> is preferable. <laughs> or a chicot. Ch- 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 <laughs> Chikosh or Bitkosh, <laughs> Cryptosh currency. Oh God! Thank you, Josh. Thank you also to Michael Antrim. You were getting into the mind of an ant earlier, right? Um, and there's actually—it's just worth knowing—but like, there's telltale signs for when uh, someone with a supposedly human name is actually an ant, and they're just trying to get on in the world as a human as if they are human and actually if you'll notice michael antrim it's right My there God. in the name it was right in so front like, of us this guy is just a straight up worker ant i don't know where he's got this money from how he set up his account he's probably got his friends to kind of you know form a little uh, hand out of ants to right. type out on a computer and things like that because infamously um, they they can connect like a mecha that's right and become like a, a bigger being like a gundam wing of sorts right Maybe change your name if you want to stay incognito. Yeah. Like, uh, and uh, go like Michael. <laughs> I started with Ant. <laughs> change it to Ant Spiderman. <laughs> Ant Antrim. <laughs> Ant Anthony the Third. Wait, that's worse somehow. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The other word. Be Spiderman. Be. <laughs> no one will ever guess that you're an ant right. behind all that. That's smart. That's smart. Behind actually. all those bug references. <laughs> Thank you also to Kaj Dazraj. Whoa, good to see Kaj Raj hanging out in the paranormal nation. That guy, if he's not hanging tan on the front of a goddamn surfboard in yeah. Hawaii, he's uh, knocking back a couple ronies in uh, the coolest bar in town. And he's one of those dudes that can like open it with his freaking teeth. Yeah. He is so chill. But he still has like veneer perfect teeth. Yeah, as well. he's incredible. He yeah. can like light a match on his jawline. Yeah. It doesn't even bother him because he doesn't smoke. He vapes. And like he's always wearing the most cash outfits. It's like, where do you even work? Where do you get away with these unbelievably casual yet stylish he's outfits? He's like, work? I keep it cash. Yeah, I it's keep like, it well, cash. I understand, but like, don't you need to. Like, do you have a surf sponsorship? Or like, he's like shaking his head. Like, no, you're just, just keep your it head. cash, man. What? I'm like, Raj, where do you live? <laughs> Are you home? Do you need help, Raj? How long have you been on this beach, Cash Raj? You know, you're starting to realize maybe that casual look isn't by choice. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's only got that one pair of clothes. His hair is pretty sandy, actually. <laughs> now that I notice it, it's more of a shipwreck vibe than a cash vibe. 
You know, ten years later, he's starting to look more like a shipwrecked Tom Hanks than Kaz yeah. Raj. So, uh, if there's a Kaz Raj in your lives, ladies and gents, just keep an eye out. Help him out if needs be. Yeah. And thank you, lastly, but not leastly, to Liam McNaughton. Not another Liam. This dude is cloning himself. I For swear, real? I've seen five of these Liams. Not another one. I don't know what type of machinery he has his Some hands sort of on. Tesla, Tesla FBI confiscated machinery. Yeah, and I was fine with one Liam, two, yeah. one Liam Nottingham, two me at Liam Nottinghams, but not another Liam. His name's not Nottingham, you know? It's McNaughton. Mick. <laughs> McNaughton, not another Liam. McNaughton, I'm another Liam. I think you're broken. Are you I, being cloned? Sorry, just... I just had my clone <laughs> step in to finish off the podcast. <laughs> I got tired. McNaughton. This has been a great podcast. Thanks for tuning in this week. I think one of my eyes is melting. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, Liam. And everyone else who we shouted out in the final uh, final segment there who supports us on Patreon. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you enjoy next week's episode. Remember to have a fantastic paranormal life. The live show's coming up, so if you want to oh come to the meet... Oh my god. If you want to come to the meet and greet, folks, make sure to join that that Facebook group. Check us out on Twitter, etc. Yep. to stay yep. in the loop. Yep. And until then, we will see you again next Tuesday. Bye-bye, folks. Ciao. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.